Time to catch up on the Malloy Drive Show. Okay, Australia, you know him. You can count on him. I'm a 50-50 chance. You love him. Hello. Go to the top shelf, ladies. And now, it's his show. Here we go, people. This is Malloy. What is wrong with you? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, if we're going to start a show, you generally inform the host. You're sitting um, there with your feet up on the desk going, oh, how good's this? Plenty of time before the show. I hear the music going, go, what's that? <laughs> That's the start of the show. You're opening. You're Jeez, on, mate. You're on. All right. Here we are, people, on a brand spanking new Monday, on the cusp of a new week. Uh, it's going to be a cracker, I have no doubt. Big show today coming up. Uh, we've got so much to talk about. Yeah. There's uh, some incredible food news. That doesn't sound that exotic, but I've got something that you may or may not be interested in, Dave. Oh, It's the price on. to pay mm. for a burger and chips. Burger and chips, $14.95. Yeah, that's not going to get you a single French fry. Ooh. On this dish, hangabout and the Tropical Whopper. Yeah. Is it or is it not a genuine Jamaican doing the voiceover? We'll get to the bottom okay. of that. We'll take some calls on the most overpriced food, Putin's Palace. Yeah, go on. What's this about? Well, I'm a bit jealous, you know. it's. Have you seen it? It's like $1.5 billion. We're going to put it up on blocks. Yep. I'm going to sh- we're going to read you through the brochure. You will not believe what you will see in this mansion. Hey, uh, weekend sport wrap. It's yes. an edition here on a Monday with Neroly Meadows. A few things to get to. Patrick Reid is a cheat. The <laughs> golf cheat is back. What colour should the Wallabies jersey be? Who's got a toasted sandwich in their pocket when they play test cricket? What? All the big ones will be tackled by the great Nerly Meadows. Can't wait. Who is back but in lockdown thanks to the Perth Cluster. She's in Perth. Hi to our 92.9 Triple M Perth on, listeners on, as well. On the on the newly minted Triple M. Yeah. She's, she's home from Perth, but she has to isolate. But we'll get to the bottom no. of that, Dave, <laughs> in just a moment. We're going to give away some spanking trips. Who wants to go to South Australia? All those in favour. Absolutely, 100%. I'm in, I'm in. Tell us why you want to go. We'll get you there. We'll give you the trip. We'll give you a value of 2,000 bucks. You're going to the great straight of South Australia today. Tim Ross is our guest. So much to get through. What a weekend. Mm. You. What have I done? uh, David. Well, you've nearly killed, and I have you killed, uh, in cold blood. Uh, Be careful what you're saying uh, here. Rock icon, Daryl Braithwaite, who I believe is on his deathbed. I believe <laughs> has minutes. Mate, you don't, we don't know Daryl's health condition because it hasn't been reported gone. as to what it Mate, is. They'll be carrying him around weekend at Bernie's style. <laughs> oh, come tomorrow, on. Trying to get one he was la- on this show on try, Thursday. Trying to get one last horses out of him. Oh, Daryl. Look, he was here <laughs> in this. Do you think they'll play that at his funeral? <laughs> Maybe. They'll rise and then a bit of horses. A sombre affair, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be. Hey, um, so what did you do? So, so what do you mean? What did I? So do? we remember last Thursday the, on that particular day, I was broadcasting yes. from another. You area. were. And we'll you, get to that later in the show. Yes, by the way, you well, went in studio. That's I'm right. In studio. So you're alone in the studio Me with Daryl Braithwaite, and then later that night, he cancelled all his. Yeah, views. couldn't appear on the project apparently, and um, I had to cancel Gigi Malakuta. That's right. And has not appeared since, no. and no one has seen him. I think they're embalming him. <laughs> That's fine. Speak, because you got Careful him sick. what you say. Was you that. in the studio mm. with, is it too late for the Deadpool? Oh, you can't. Mate, we don't know his health condition. You're saying this it's has been good. really scurrilous. It's not good. Um, he'd be fine. He was. He looked okay when it, he was in here the other day. It's not good. I'd he be, looked fine. I'd be fitting him up for a box. <laughs> I'd be taking some measurements. You be careful what you say. Gone. He yeah, was yeah, fine when he was in studio. Well. He was um, he was bouncing okay. around. He was happy to hear your jokes the other day. Daryl was great. He was in fine form, but sadly after right. if I shook well, his hand, he if, got ill. You <laughs> shook his hand. Now, did you or did you not say he was a bit short of breath? I thought he, towards the end, I thought he was. Oh, well, I just wow. think he was running in between Hello, studios. Hello, Jay's, Jay's with us. Whitney's in the studio. Oh, which, means, which means you've probably all got it. What do you mean? I'm calling it the Braithwaite Cluster. <laughs> the Braithwaite oh, Cluster, Braithwaite. which started... Mate. Well, now listen to it. So Daryl Braithwaite here, he's got days to live. He, oh, comes, into the, he comes into the studio, Yes. You he, in contact with you, Yes. bang. All right, oh, yeah. here we go. And we're away. And now, look, doink, 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 everyone here. <laughs> we're all in. We've got, all been exposed. Well, got it. He, it was Daryl Braith Day, so the whole thing was right. it was 30 yeah. years since the anniversary, so uh, we were all I celebrating. It was the last ever Daryl Braith Day, <laughs> let me tell you. Oh, he's gone. Oh, you better be wrong. Yeah. I really hope I am. Yeah. He, uh, look, I hope, hope he's on the road to recovery. I'm sure he is. He said he'll be up Mate, and out You've got to be sick if you can't bang horses out. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, he, he sings half of it anyway. 
Everybody. And he throws the mic out there. Like like a, you can't turn up and do that. Yeah. Oh. Whitney's with us. Whitney, yes. you were, you, you're still beside yourself at yeah. the I'm a Celebrity conclusion. Yeah, it was the grand final last night. And, and Jess won? No, You said she sadly, was going to win. I know. Yeah, she was so close. She came third. So it's still great. Bronze she medal. Third. She's a loser. She let herself down. <laughs> she let Triple M down. Stop no, it. There's no, no room for bronze. Congratulations <laughs> to She's Jess. stuck under the dice. Not good enough. <laughs> Good enough. No, she did a great job. She, she is awesome. We like her a mm. lot. What about Ash Williams, who you don't like? You've got at something all? against him. You've got you? something. I don't <laughs> I know what's going on. I don't. How many people you really dislike? But yeah, you know, I, you're mean, talking I about say him. with Bert, <laughs> Bert and Effigy, I'll be <laughs> today. In the... I say with great sadness that he came in last. Alas! <laughs> all right, we'll get him on the show. You know what I mean? Can you sort this stuff out? There's been some kind of. Chuff, yeah. what do you do on the weekend? Oh, you're back from Sydney. I yeah, drove back Jay. on Saturday. See so your uh, your beaming face live in the studio. Mm, how about that? Yeah. Um, how did, are you happy to be home? You bet. Yeah. You bet. We had a great time in Sydney. Nine weeks uh, working the out the Triple M. Cats are okay. You, you went with two cats. cats. How many yeah. come back? Went up with two cats. Came back with two cats. Uh, the same cats. <laughs> <laughs> Me thinks not. Welcome back, Jay. Yes. We'll get to you in just a moment. Let's go into it. Uh, we're going to come back. I'm going to put to you, Dave. There's a burger and chips you need to buy. All right, I am in. As long as it's not fifty-seven dollars, because that's uh, really pretty expensive. close. Oh, okay. Well, 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 food news up next. For the drive home, this this is Malloy. Look at all this food. This is the best thing I have ever put in my mouth. I like food. That is. F- Disgusting. Malloy's food news. Right. So, Dave, what do you got? You're a notorious tight ass. We uh, know that. Uh, what was the uh, Queenscliff? Yeah, fish the fish and chip shop. Uh, you... I walked in, thought I'd get a couple of potato cakes, maybe a couple of pieces of fish, some dimmies, mm. and uh, yeah, fifty-seven dollars on the menu. I thought, oh, I'm paying fifty-seven dollars for a family pack of fish and chips. It's not as though I'm buying something really kind of gourmet. So what did you do? Well, there was a bakery across the road, so a couple of pies and a couple of sausage rolls. I think $17 all up. And then we're coming off the idea that on Australia Day you took your family to Bunnings. Well, that was for Australia Day. You didn't even go in? You just... If I didn't eat anything from Bunnings... Shouted the snags. Which is happy to support the local community and they were there getting family lunch. That's it. Okay. How much would you (laughs) pay at Gordon Ramsay's for a burger and fries? Burger and fries, yeah. so, all right. So uh, a couple of patties, um, some lettuce. 51 of, bucks. That's a rip-off. Burger would and you, fries. Could you, ever, would you ever imagine? No, I wouldn't pay that. What, what would happen I'd if I'd go they... to McDonald's and I'd get like a, I don't know, a quarter pound of meal for uh, 10 bucks with a drink <laughs> and some chips. But listen to me. If they, if, so what do you do when the bill comes back and it goes, oh, 51 bucks? You do a runner? Well, you... no. Well, if you've ordered it, you've got to pay for it. You don't. Uh, 51 you don't bucks. So the diner has posted oh. his receipt going, what is going on? That. That's a lot of money. It, I would expect him to really shout at the guys making that burger. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd want to know. Right. He has literally threatened to punch him in the What's face. What's in the burger, though, What's in this for burger? 51 dollars? Burger. Burger. Burger's been charged for 51 bucks. <laughs> Get that burger. <laughs> Um, 51 bucks, mate. It's your standard, you know. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't take the pickles off that, would you? No, that's exactly (laughs) right. And you'd (laughs) savour it forever. And and you'd keep your eyes on your fries. (laughs) that's right. Can I mention another story I heard, Dave, about you? you, you, What's hanging on Dave Day today? What is it? I just thought we'd get it out of the way early. Here we go. Well, I heard a story, unconfirmed today. Here we go. What are you talking about? Running around that recently during the the GFC, Dave... This is Jill, who works in this office. She is a Jill. bloody stool pigeon. Jill, who uh, missed Daryl Braithwaite, thankfully, because I would have taken <laughs> yes. her down too. She's in the zone. She's definitely in the high-risk category. I can't believe you're going to say that. So, yep. so uh, Jay has overheard. Jay getting here. Oh. Jay has overheard a conversation. Yeah, and this is Jay, off tell, completely. You, you oh, tell the story, up here. please, because this is – hey, everyone, you won't believe what you're about to hear. No. Oh, well. This is the tightest thing I've ever heard. Come on. I walked in on the tail end of a conversation involving Jill and Dangerous Dave, and Jill said, Dange, now that you're on the big bucks, are you going to get oh. your charity kid back? The charity and kid, being like your world like vision. A, like a world vision so a child, sponsor. a sponsorship child. Right. Of some yes. description. Good on you, Dave. Thank thought, you. This is interesting. And Dane said, no, no, no we haven't, haven't done that in a, in a while. And then Jill proceeded to tell the story <laughs> that during the GFC, well, things were a little bit tight for everybody. Yeah. Dange decided they needed to cut back on expenses. <laughs> And one of the expenses was the sponsorship of a child in some some third world country. He's got 
Stupid. You've cut him loose. Well, I didn't know where money was going to come from. They're talking about the oh, you know, stock market crashes. How much crashes. a month? How much? Oh, I don't know. It was 30 bucks okay. a month or something. So let me get this straight. So you're going through the accounts and you're looking at you going, oh, it is a yeah, bit exactly. tight. Exactly. Someone has to go, someone has to go, uh, Cappuccino Kitty. How do we... <laughs> Need it? No. You say it like Done. that, it sounds really mean. But the well, problem. Well, I'd like to. I'm, you know what I'm going to do? Go and track him down. I'm going to go and track him down and find <laughs> out where he is and what he's doing. Dad. <laughs> Mate, what is wrong with you? Well, you've got to go through all your your, your expenses yeah. for the month. You go, well, what am I? What am I? What can I lose here? Yeah. So you know, we'll, we'll... Little kid, <laughs> a poor child. We don't in a know. Country. He's up and driving BMWs now. He's fine. He's fine. He's okay. He's okay. <laughs> He's sure okay. he is. Um, he got a little bit of my money back in the day, but you know, you got to look at the budgets, mate. You don't understand. <laughs> That's right. Danger's looking after his family. He's looking after He's looking after the kids that he actually has. He's, Thank ca- you, Jay. he's cut off a branch to save the tree, haven't you? Absolutely. You couldn't do it all. No. Hey, poor child. I might go back to uh, getting another sponsor child. That's not a bad idea. Uh, yeah, what, what for, for a week? What, unless things turn south? Well, unless you have a bad day? A yeah, bad day on the punt? Oh. Keep our eye on the stock Better market. get rid of another kitty. <laughs> hey, 13353, we want you to ring up. A couple of questions. We want to know, what's the yeah. most expensive bit of food you've ever eaten or you've got Ooh. to because... Um, there's. Can I, can I tell you one I saw? What do you got? So this is on the back of the fifty-one dollar yeah, burger, yeah. which I know you would. You know, would Dave, this that. will appall you. I was mm. watching one of those shows. It's like on CNBC. It's called Lifestyles of the Super Rich right. or something. And they had this uh, chips. So you know, like a, you know, you get a box of chips or whatever. Oh, well, this sure. was like in like a chocolate style box, and in it it had five chips. Nah. Like five chips behind a viewing window. Wow, like so you wow. can they don't slide it open yeah. and there are five chips there. Eighteen dollars fifty for the oh, for God. the like in your in your wow. hotel room. Like that's a mini bar. Yeah, was yeah. it at least like a like a mixed brand? Like so one of them was a Pringle, one was like no, a mate. kettle chip, one was a yeah, No mate. <laughs> no. No. No, they were like behind glass. They were like behind glass. It was like a, you thought it was gonna they're gonna reveal a diamond. <laughs> no, it's it's a it's a freaking chip. <laughs> I don't know what barbecue flavoured. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. One, two, three, five, three. Give us a call, people. Get with the program, toots. This is Malloy. With Merrily Meadows to join us in a moment. Then Tim Ross. Can't wait in the second hour. He's got a new uh, documentary coming on, which we'll tell you all about that as well. Uh, you're listening to Malloy. One, triple, three, five, three. Get involved. We're talking about really expensive food. That's right. The $51 burger at... Uh, it was an airport or something. Where was it? Was it? Well, it's cheap by airport standards. Mm-hmm. At, oh, what's his name? Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Too much I always wanted to see him do a, a cooking show from prison. Just <laughs> to see if he swears at them. See how, no how tough he what is. What are you doing, you <laughs> idiot? Yeah, see how long that lasts. Yeah. He'll ladle up you. <laughs> <laughs> Quick steps. Right. See, see him waddling out of yep. the... <laughs> Not so lippy anymore, are you, Mr. out of the Ramsay. area with a ladle up his clacker. <laughs> Going okay, yeah, might maybe a bit more polite with <laughs> H division. Hello, <laughs> and with the kids, fifty-one burgers too much. You said you wouldn't pay it. No, not a chance. Uh, do you know what the most? I want to think uh, the most expensive pizza in the world is the Louis Thirteenth pizza, twelve thousand k, twelve thousand, twelve thousand dollars for pizza. What's on it? Well, I don't know. If you're pissed, you'd still no, pay, would you still. Twelve thousand. Well, what's on it? I don't know. Uh, a check for twelve hundred dollars. I'm hoping. Um, features three types of caviar, all See, uh, yeah, some truffle they've flown in. I from... could buy a second-hand car for $12,000 and be happy for the next few years. You could years. sponsor like 100 uh, Ethiopian kitties. Yeah, that's right. That you wouldn't it have was to the GFC, loose. mate. I didn't know where it was going to end and yeah, right. I had to look at the budget. So, so. so you, you took the third world kitty out and whacked him. <laughs> Sorry, something had to go <laughs> and it's you, little Nathaniel. <laughs> when you say it like that, it does sound really bad. <laughs> Luther, and also at uh, the Algonquin Hotel in New York, they oh. have a martini, which oh. is $10,000. The oh. Algonquin martini. One's not enough. Three costs you $30,000. Amazing. Uh, it's got a diamond in it. Doesn't it? It's an expensive glassing, isn't it? <laughs> big, big glassing. <laughs> glassing. Yep. Can I have my diamond back? <laughs> Even the diamond would do some damage. Oh, yeah. Well, imagine if it was your nice. shout. No, it's guys, is, is your, your, your shout, Dave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I might change my. <laughs> I right. might have one of these. Oh, these martinis look good. Yeah, <laughs> hey, Tim's on the line. Tim, uh, what'd you pay for a burger? Uh, I was in England. I pulled over to a roadside calf, ordered mm. a burger. It came out with a meat patty. By the time I'd ordered the rest of the extras, you know, like a couple of pieces of bread, some onions, yeah. cheese, 
uh, and, and all that sort of stuff. 28 pounds about 25 years ago. So that's about, well, what, 70 bucks? About 70 bucks at the time. And For I'll tell burger. you what, yep, it was just like all English food. It tasted bloody horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and, Tim, you sound like a man who's probably woofed a few burgers in oh, his mate, day. I, uh, Where did this one, well, mate? Well, look, right down the bottom to be fair. Right. Uh, look, you know, this is why the English just love their curries because uh, it just got nothing to do with England. <laughs> they are shocking. It's not indigenous pops. food. He's not a fan. They just boil it, don't they? When in doubt, boil it. Hey, give Tim something. Uh, Tim, you've got yourself a slab of brick lane. I'd give you an exclusive Kennedy Malloy oh, memorial. Uh, there has been a problem um, in the uh, the cage where we keep all the uh, the merchandise. There was a flood on uh, Friday. Are you telling me so our limited edition Kennedy Malloy prize packs ruined. are now soggy? <laughs> ruined. <laughs> Anyway, Does that add value? I don't know. Well, you're slightly damp. Can you send a soggy prize pack? I'm not sure that. whether we can. Well, we'll see if we can work something Can you get, me, out. get back to me if that's damaged? Well, or? I know I was talking to George before and he said we were standing in two inches of water. Is it insured? Would we have insured? Uh, I'm not sure, but um, yes, anyway. Jason's on the line. Water damage. Jason, yeah. uh, what's the most expensive food you ever ordered, buddy? Uh, we went out for a seafood dinner for our wedding anniversary and the lobster cost $160. <sighs> Yeah, you know what? It's uh, taking medicine when it comes to the lobster. She's a fickle mistress. Mm. Market, always, <laughs> yeah, check market, always check the market price. Here's what I don't like. I went out to a restaurant recently, a mm. very good one, right? and uh, it said lobster, you know, yeah. whatever it is, 150 bucks. Blah, blah, blah. Um, when it came out, it was only half of it. Mm. I go, mate, where's the other half of my yeah. lobster? What happened? I go, no, well, it's, that's how it comes. I go, but it says lobster. Yeah. It doesn't say half a lobster. Good you didn't point. catch it like that, did yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the other half? Yeah, you want to see the eyes. I went to the next table and just <laughs> took the other half. Hey, if you say it's a lobster, it's a lobster. Yeah, Mark's no, on the no, line. No. Mark, uh, most expensive thing you ever ate? Oh, we used to go to Denmark a fair bit to work and uh, decided to take the local uh, warehouse manufacturing plant out for, for dinner. And uh, I bought a, a steak, one kilogram Wagyu steak. It was your way to Denmark to buy a steak, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, put it through on the uh, work Amex and go back to Australia. It was uh, $1,300 for the Wagyu. <laughs> oh, my God. Mate, I want the whole cow. I want, the, <laughs> I want them to bring the cow to my table. While I, point, I point at it. I go, I want that bit, that bit, and that bit. <laughs> $1,300. Did you know it was 1300 when you ordered it? Uh, no. Uh, oh, when I went to go and no. Did not work that out at all. And just, just tell me out of interest, when you got home and you put that yeah. invoice in, did it come up? Oh, it came up for us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and how did you have it? Did was it medium rare? Did you have it blue? Rare, and... mate. Got to have it rare. Right. Yeah, all right. Well, good for you. That's yeah. it. I think we've got a winner there, mate. Yeah, yeah. Thirteen hundred bucks a for a steak anywhere in the world. That's a good one. Thanks, Mark. Chris. Uh, oh, yeah, am I getting so. sick no, of being no, corrected? No, no. I'm getting well, sick of this. I like it. I invite Our it. listeners are getting out of line. One triple three five three. Trouble the other day me. for pronouncing Joe Montana. That's right, Montana. Yeah. Who's this? What? That's Chris. What do you want? G'day, guys. Well, Mick, we, we know how you love to be corrected. Um, Gordon Ramsay has already done a prison show. Has he? He has. Um, back in his more shouty, yelly, sweary days. He did uh, it? What, shouting at yeah. inmates? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think he took on 12 of them on like a day release program type of thing. Yeah. Cooked the meals in the prison. Um, and I think the winner of it either got to work in his restaurant or whatnot. But I remember about six or seven of them along the way ended up... Uh, Dropping off the perch, uh, one of them um, <laughs> uh, was it. One of them actually about a month after finishing it off, reoffended and ended back back inside. So, yeah, All right, a good well, laugh. Thanks for filling that in. I'll go and have a look. Well done. Give him something, Dave. Uh, what about a case of Brick Lane like and it. some damp uh, Kennedy Malloy uh, memorabilia uh, back for with you? Dave? Uh, we've got some stories coming out of Russia in just a okay. moment. What to do with uh, the president of that country? Done. Then Narrowly Meadows, then Tim Ross, and then giving you the chance to win a holiday here worth $2,000. All coming up. A drive home that's always unpredictable. <laughs> this is Malloy. Mick Malloy here. One triple three five three. Call through any time. You've got something to say. You want anything. to correct Mick? Whatever. Don't correct mind. me. No, well, you know, you invite anyone well, If you, to ring if you want to ask Dave more details about the sponsor child, no, well, he cut loose. 13 when years got... ago. That was a long so, time well, ago now. Probably not even with us. Now. <laughs> oh, it's probably okay. died of starvation about Very 10 silly. years ago. That's terrible Poor little. Well, you know what? I hope he's uh, gone That's on to great things. That's worse than not 
doing it in the first place, but to do oh. it and then cut him <laughs> off. So to give on. the whole family hope. That's whole family. Mate. Oh, little Nathaniel's got a donor. Wish to write. He's got, you know. to write letters to him, I remember. Uh, he could send those off. And... Mate, you're sacked. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. Hey, little Nathaniel. Sorry, mate. Coming at the go. T- oh, tightening the belt over this uh, end. When you say it like that, it does sound. It sounds like you're a real asshole. Steve's on the line. Steve, we were talking about the most expensive things we've ever ordered. Hmm. Eden, what do you got? Hello, yeah, I was at uh, in France back in 97, I think it was, at uh, down the main drag at the Champs Elysees, and yeah. I thought, oh, yeah, I'll sit there and do what they do, have a look at, you know, have a look at all the uh, people walking past it. Anyway, sure. so I ordered a, uh, I ordered a uh, big Stein, you know, a Stein, Stein of beer. Yeah, yeah, why not? Good on you. Woof that. Yeah, that's not bad. So he brought me, brought me the stone and then he presented me a bill for 150 bucks. Oh, no. Jeez Louise. I, what a rip-off. Wow. Have a diamond in it. 150 bucks. French yeah. beer's not even that good. Yeah, so. Oh, mind you, I did you know I've I've learned to speak French. Have you? I can order I can order a beer in okay, fifty languages. Uh, je voudrais yeah. un Heineken or <laughs> je veux un Heineken. Either of those will get you a Heineken in France. No, this is the, this is the only thing I studied on twenty four hours. I had the headphones on, and that's the only phrase. <laughs> you, was, I was, it was how to how to order beers in every country I was going to in Europe. That is genius. Je voudrais un Heineken. Uh, merci beaucoup. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, froggy. Ha-ha. Case of Brick Lane for Steve, by the way, for calling through. So uh, uh, we'd send you like a Kennedy Malloy Memorial pack, but yeah. uh, we're not sure. Well, 150 bucks is the cheapest. <laughs> we'll charge you 150 bucks for the case of Brick Lane. Yeah, yeah what happened to our? We believe mm. our merch, yeah. the Kennedy Malloy merch, may be soggy. It was in the prize cupboard. It's yeah, gone. A flood. James is with us. James, can you confirm what's happened with the? I've got a, it's a bit of a miracle. So all of the oh. merch that we were looking to preserve, so they're the triple M beanies, the the jackets, uh, hats, all that kind of stuff, that got flooded. They're, you can't use oh, them well. anymore. Bad the luck. the merch that arguably did need to be destroyed, the Kennedy Malloy merch. Okay, you don't need this. It, it's limited no. edition. Well, it's yeah. like it's, a it's a souvenir. Well, it, coveted. Added value, yeah. it survived the flood. It did. It's, it's totally fine. We can keep giving them away. So we can keep shoveling that stuff. Yep, yep. keep pedaling it. At the back of the trail. Well yeah. I like it. Now, we'll be catching up later, of course. You'll be in for Nerd Alert. Sounds good. <laughs> Is it Nerd Alert or Tech Talk? Oh, same, same. Uh, nerd, I look at Nerd like a term of endearment, so Nerd as, Alert. As you should. Yep. Yeah. Nerd Alert. Um, there's it. a bit coming up in the tech department. We'll get to that. Mm. Here's a story that caught my eye. Uh, mm. I'm, a, I'm a Putin fan. You may have noticed. I've just posted a picture of me. Uh, pretending to be Putin, yeah, on riding a horse. horse. Seen it, yeah. uh, I admire the way he conducts himself what is it on the about world him? Is stage. It like his manliness? He is seems it decent. Is... Okay, he's, not... a, he's a macho guy. Right. He's also possibly, and they say this, they honestly believe he's the richest man in the world by some margin. Really? The extent of his wealth is unknown because it's, so all, it's all cloaked behind yeah, right. oligarchs and well, We don't know what's going on. And what's actually his, but there's a big furore mm. on, in Moscow at the moment right. about a palace. Hey, a rather large palace, mm. and whether it's his or not. Right. And he's denied his. In fact, he said it's his judo teachers. <laughs> Which I don't think helps. Judo it's teachers. like saying I gave him a judo teacher a, yeah. um, a palatial mansion worth over a $1 billion. Whoa. Don't believe me. Let's have yeah. a listen to the sales point here of Putin's mansion. It has secure fences, its own port security, a church, its own permit system, a no-fly zone, and even its own border checkpoint. It spans over 190,000 square feet, and the FBK says the palace costs a whopping $1.35 billion to construct. There is also a huge greenhouse on the grounds, which has trees and plants constantly monitored by about 40 gardeners on site. We can then see the large church on the property, a giant 80-meter bridge, and a couple of helipads. He even has a hockey rink and underground hockey complex. Wow, Lee, that is amazing. $1.3 hey, hey, billion. Has its own no-fly zone. <laughs> How good is that? You don't, you don't see that on the big board out no. in front of houses very often, no, do you? No, not at all. Bloody. Could his own underground ice rink. Jay, he'll know who, I, I think there's a, he's got his own ice hockey rink under yeah. the house. Um, have you, would he ever have been defeated there? Probably not, Mick. He has played for the last, since 2015, he has played every year in a Russia's night hockey league. Yeah, it's right. a big gala event. Right. With the best hockey players in Russia. So, former NHL players mm. uh, and really top, Putin go? top level guys. Eight goals. <laughs> <laughs> so in 14-7, uh, to seven, his team won. The Kremlin released a statement saying that he scored 10 goals. So it's either eight or 10, depending well, I get on that which. Right, yeah. they, could, they could have... Uh, they could have 
uh, Novichok implications <laughs> oh, for, yeah, yeah. for some That reminds me of Kim Jong-un's like eight hole-in-ones in oh, one yeah, round yeah. of golf, Miraculous, even though there were only, not even eight par threes yeah. on the course. So a, a, a rink, he's yeah. got a rink, he's got his and her helipads. It's amazing. He's got a no-fly zone. Yep. He'd have... Yeah, yeah. Would you be having neighbourhood watch? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. You're not what? bad, the old Putin, though. If, at at $1.5 billion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. But if, if, I'm thinking, like, if you could be a leader, would, would you be like Would that, that be the one? Yeah, yeah. Because he is on my list of guys I'd aspire to be. No. No, right. he'd go close. Right, okay. No, King of Thailand for me. <laughs> it's the King of Thailand who really knows how to strut it on the world stage. Listen to this 60 Minutes report and tell me. It's hard to believe, but the richest monarch in the world wearing a crop top and fake tattoos, <laughs> enjoying an ice cream at a Bavarian shopping centre with one of his many lovers. Sometimes he uh, goes to the Zugspitze without clothes. Yeah, Naked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's believed to be living with a huge harem of women. Many of the women in the harem have been given a special surname and a military rank. So he's got an, his own army regiment for his lovers. Exactly. A few years ago, the king is with his third wife, Sarasmi, who's topless and in a G-string, celebrating the birthday of her husband's pet poodle, Fufu. He crowned the canine as a senior-ranking official in Thailand's Air Force. Fufu died a few years ago and he was given a four-day state funeral. Oh, I, I hope the state funeral was at the Tuxpit, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that guy knows what he's doing. Oh, Am I right, guys? Yeah, you're right. Hey, oh. uh, don't go anywhere because Nerily Meadows is going to join us right. with our wrap of our weekend sport. Coming up, you're listening to Malloy. For the drive home, this is Malloy. <laughs> Nerily Meadows, sports wrap. We're used to narrowly being in different states, different mm. parts of the world. We track her down and we pick her brains for... Sometimes in the Middle East and yeah. Western I, Australia. And I believe she was our very first guest from our Triple M studios in Perth. Yes. She's home from Perth, but now in lockdown, a victim of <laughs> oh, the Perth... Oh, narrowly, no. ...cluster. <laughs> narrowly, where are you coming from today? I'm coming from my apartment in Melbourne where I was stuck in 2020. You talk about frequent flyers. I'm a frequent isolator. (laughs) You will never know because you were in uh, Abu Dhabi or... Yeah, Yeah, I was in Dubai. In Dubai. hotel quarantine over there and I was there for a couple of months. I even got stung by my parents going to Brisbane. They had to kick me out of their home in Perth because they got isolated. So I've been impacted everywhere you go. You should write like a travel book for isolation holidays. (laughs) The The best hotels in the world to be isolated. The do's and don'ts. Yeah. But I, uh, yeah, so I'm basically waiting for my negative test to come through because I'm supposed to be hosting the ATP Cup tomorrow for the World Feed. So get right, fingers well, crossed for me that that text comes through. Good luck moment. with that. And just before we move on, how serious is Perth? Well, a big hello to all our Perth yeah, listeners. Yeah. Uh, they're in lockdown for five days. Is that the go? Yeah, lockdown for five days after hotel quarantine security guard tested positive. It's thrown sport across the country into chaos yet again. Big mm. Bash is impacted. Scorch's final will move to Canberra. AFLW season thrown into disarray. It looks like five out of seven games will go ahead this weekend, but the two that are main affected were the Eagles and Dockers won't. NBL wow. also trying to figure out what to do next. Wow. Perth Wildcats flew to Sydney today and will stay outside of WA. So sporting comps across the, the, uh, the country again. Hats off to organisers and for teams. Yeah. And players to just get it done and, and keep adapting, really. But uh, importantly, I need to know are they fighting over toilet paper? <laughs> uh, has that started yet? <laughs> I did see some. Will, will it get a run in five days? Apparently, um, in Margaret River, cops were called to the Woolworths. Oh, come on. So- Welcome aboard, <laughs> Welcome aboard, West Australia. Your very first yep. fight over toilet paper. I'm so proud of you as a state. Yep. You're very good. Hey, let's move on. And I want to talk about articles I read over the week about Justin Langer and he, the coach of the Australian cricket side. Is he in any kind of jeopardy? And can you confirm a story for me? Because if this is true, it's my favourite story of cricket in the last 10 years uh, involving a player and a toasted sandwich. Go. Well, that's what the story says. And apparently Justin Lang was not happy with a test player walking onto the ground with a toasted sandwich in his hand. He said, how do you reckon it looks, mate? Look, Tim Payne has come out and defended uh, J.O. He's basically said... Who's the player? Who's the player? 
Well, you name names. You know. Know. Name the toasted sandwich man. Quite a few years ago, was um, film doing that on the coverage as well. But, but, but that's what I'm saying. So you've been film pulling sandpaper out of your pocket yeah. and attaching a ball. What do you think? What is the world going to think when you see a guy scribbling around his pocket? And you go, oh no, he's at it again. Wait, oh no, it's a ham and cheese toasted <laughs> yeah. sandwich. I mean, it's only two down, hours. Down, Why? Stand down. I mean, I know Booney used to go out with a hot dog in his pocket. <laughs> I, I tell you what, though, Mickey, it's not the biggest Sanger story in cricket this weekend. What? Because in a local game in the Mornington Peninsula, a yes. dog made its way into the rooms and stole a couple of rolls and sandwiches from the players' bag. <laughs> According to the skipper, it was just commotion at the tea break. We thought, what the hell is going on in there? Bridgie was like, my has gone. <laughs> Right. That dog, trust me, that's no accident. That dog's been trained to do that. <laughs> yeah. That is. So, toasted sandwich, Australian test cricketer with a, a, you know, what's he got under his baggy green? Like a packet of Pringles? <laughs> right. All right, let's move. I just can't believe that a guy, a Australian test cricketer, has tried to take the field with a toasted sandwich. If I did it, I'd, be, I'd try, I'd have a, if I went out to bat, instead mm. of wearing a box, I'd wear a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sorry to take you there. Now, can we go on? Now, the Wallabies. The Wallabies have been in disarray for me. This is the most disappointing national team we have at the moment. Do you reckon that's fair? They they haven't tasted success in a long time. They've got so much on their plate. They went through the Israel Folau fiasco, but they've been having white-knuckle meetings at board level about what? Well, it's a huge issue. The standardised colour for a jersey. You idiots! (laughs) They're really disappointed that it's been yellow in recent years. They want it to be gold. They want to go back to gold. The 1991 colour scheme, which basically is like egg yolk yellow for those playing at home. It's not actual shiny (laughs) gold. Egg yolk yellow. Not bright yellow. They would have had. Did they have the colour charts out? Did they at the high level (laughs) board meeting? uh, I'd go. Have a look at this, canary yellow. Right, (laughs) spill of all board positions. That's right. (laughs) They had comparison jumpers from over the years and basically decided 1991 strip, which was worn in Australia's first Rugby World Cup victory in England, that's what they're going with. So, yeah, it was a big issue for the Wallabies. We're going to take a break narrowly and come back because there's a few other stories we need to get to, including big news in the NRL and big news at the Collingwood Football Club, which is breaking as... Uh, we speak, so hang about. All right, Narrowly Meadows is with us. A drive home that's pretty loose. This is Malloy. Coming up in a moment, Tim Ross is going to join us. Rosso, which will be Rosso. awesome. And then uh, we'll give you the chance to win a $2,000 holiday to anywhere here in Australia. Coming and up. Song Whisperer minutes away. But before we get away. there, oh, Narrowly Meadows news. has unfinished business in the sports department. Big breaking news as we speak. And I'm not referring to Collingwood. What's happened? I am officially able to leave my house. I've heard from the Alfred. I do not have COVID. I Fantastic. Ah, oh, well done. <laughs> and, and, Breaking news in the break. And I hope for you it was a it was a nasal test, not the new one. So I've had eighteen tests before. This is the first time I had to do it to myself. Eighteen so tests nearly. If yeah, anyone can beat that in Dubai. Anyone can beat that. Give us a call. Yeah. You'll win a prize. <laughs> now, listen, we we want to get to this, this big breaking news in AFL circles before we get to NRL. Uh, Collingwood uh, issued a report. It's come in in regards to racism at the club. Can you break it down for us, please? Yeah, so basically a leaked report of the independent review um, was published in the paper today, and it's in the club's response to allegations of racism. It was a 35-page report into revelations of systemic racism. Uh, Collingwood President Eddie Maguire has just held a press conference not too long ago, called it an historic and proud day for the Pies. Let's have a listen. It's a day of pride. I mean, this, this is where, you know, I think people have to get past, if we're going to get anywhere, we have to get past the idea of tearing down people. Tearing down institutions who are prepared to look within themselves to make the hard decisions to make things different, to step outside their comfort zone, to to analyse themselves, to do the right thing. Yeah, this is hurtful for a lot of people, but that's beside the point. Okay, how's that playing? What's the reaction in media terms and in social media? How's this being digested? Fair to say on social media, um, people not too impressed with Collingwood's response this afternoon. I mean, the independent report found that the club's response to repeated incidents of racism has been, quote, 
at best ineffective or at worst exacerbated the impact. So it's a really serious report and people I think wanted to see a little bit more accountability rather than saying it's proud day. But as you heard, Eddie just saying that, look, we put ourselves out there, we asked for this and we want to do better. So watch uh, this space, I guess. Do, are, you, are you anticipating that the heads will roll here or that there'll be a changing of the go? We, we know Ed's going to stand down next year at the end of this season anyway, but do you imagine any change? Exactly. Eddie has already said he's uh, standing down at the end, but there are people certainly on social media saying it should happen more immediately okay. and that the board should do something about it. So, as I say, watch this space to see what happens at Collingwood. Let's quickly go to the NRL and a, a new team out of Brisbane, a second team out of Brisbane. What do we know? Yeah, the boss, Peter Volandes, says the expansion's on the cards. He says NRL could have a second team in Brisbane by 2023. Decision made in June. He says it's very realistic to say that we'll have a second team in Brisbane in 2023. So another huge story uh, coming out, big news day. So he said that they're basically not mucking around with uh, the... This, the um, uh, the uh, positions that, that possible clubs are, are taking, but there's also speculation with Craig Bellamy and Wayne Bennett um, coming off contract at the end of this year that perhaps one of them could be a wow. huge coup uh, in helping build the new club from next year. So, okay. yeah, exciting time. We've got to go. Uh, thank you. We didn't get to everything. Just quickly, Bernard Tomic, uh, big news. Withdrawn from the Melbourne Summit series, <laughs> citing a knee injury, but it's okay, guys. I'm sure he'll be fine because he did have his ho- his coach in hotel quarantine. So <laughs> oh, okay. he is is with. That's not news. Bernard Tomic withdraws. <laughs> that, you, let us know what he doesn't, and we'll get to it. Thanks, Neroli. Well done, Neroli. Good stuff. Thanks, guys. I'm free. Okay. Oh, yeah, well done. COVID-free. Well Time for this guy. Come on. Let's get straight into it, Jay. You betcha. A travelling song, a road trip ditty. There is room for everyone on this quest. There is a way to get there. In fact, we're going there now. It's not like any place you've ever been, though, to be honest. It is no place at all. I'm on my way from misery (laughs) to happiness. Yes! The Proclaimers. No. The Proclaimers? No. 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 What about uh, going up the country? Going up the country. You did that the other day. You can't. You're overplaying your Canteat. <laughs> did, did you do that recently? I haven't done Canteat. No, first time. Why does Canteat sound like the Muppets? Let's <laughs> play it again. It's a Swedish chef. Swedish chef. Uh, <laughs> 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 One, two, three, five, three. This is Malloy. To gather back around your wireless people, here comes the big second hour of Malloy. And it's going to be a cracker, make no mistake. Uh, we have Rosso, Jim oh, Ross coming in to wait. talk architecture, Australian architect, good old Aussie design. He's got a doco coming up on the ABC office mm. tomorrow night. I believe so. We check have all guys, the Dave. details on that. Get me all the details. Yep. Uh, always fun. What else you got? To chat uh, with Rosso. What else? Oh, we're going to give away a holiday. We're going <laughs> to give away a holiday to South Australia today from somewhere else in the big brown land. All you've got to do is tell us mm. why and what you would do. Lake Air. I'd love to go, go there. Lake I would love to is go there. Is there a lake there? Every time I see it, it's just a big dust bowl. Well, there is water in it occasionally. Uh, either either, I'd be happy to go and have a look. Yeah. Lake Air. Yeah. yeah. Stay tuned for me. <laughs> Why do you want to go? Where would you go? What would you do? Yeah. Let us know and you can win the big prize. We'll take your calls. We'll take your tweets. But let's start at the top with... Song Whisperer. Give us that synopsis again, Jay Mondo. You yeah. betcha. It's a travelling song, a road trip ditty. There is room for everyone on this quest. There is a way to get there. In fact, we're going there now. It's not in, like it's not like any place you've ever been. To be honest, it is no place at all. Is it like the theme for Doctor Who? Ooh, looks like oh, you're in a TARDIS, good. like you're travelling in your One of the greatest themes of television ever. I think they used a vacuum cleaner or something. What about I Dream of Jeannie? Shit. Not bad either. I win. Okay. She died the other day. Did you hear that? She who? Not Barbara Eden. Barbara Eden, I believe so. Well, I hope I haven't haven't gone to Kanicki again. (laughs) Check that out, guys. I'm pretty sure Barbara Eden. No. According to the internet, while we can still use Google in Australia, (laughs) she is alive and well. She's 89 years old in Tucson, Arizona. That's a great recovery. Which bodes well. (laughs) 
which pays well for Dale Braithwaite, who oh, no, I believe be he's on the road to recovery. There's a vigil out the front well, of his We room. hope his speedy recovery for Dale. He's got one more horses in him. I you know that. He is not done yet. To yeah. think we'd, we may have seen our last horses. Yeah, I know. Terrible. Uh, okay, let's go to the phones. Russell's on the line. Russell, uh, who do you think it is? It's a travelling song. It's a road trip ditty. What are you thinking? Uh, hey, Becky. Hey, Dave. Hey, Jay. Um, Love Shack. Oh, the B-52. Great. His voice is incredible. He's one of those unique voices. Fred Schneider. Yeah. Fred Schneider. Fred Schneider. We should do a whole show as Fred Schneider. We should do the Fred Schneider show and everyone has to... I'd like to see Fred Schneider do like a a William Shatner style spoken word to him. Oh, yeah. I'll do your favourite bits of poetry. Yeah. Yeah, You can too. You know, do... I don't know any poetry. <laughs> the night was dark and stormy. No, okay. Toilet light was dim. Yeah. As much as I would like to hear the B-52s, it's not correct. It's not no. bad luck. Give him a case of Brick Lane, though, Dave. A case of Brick it, Lane. <laughs> uh, it's coming your way, it's Russell. The dra- it's the draft. Uh, uh, right. where, where's it available? Available at Dan Murphy's. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a fine drop, if well, I do say so myself. I, yeah. I brewed it. Matthew's on the line. Matthew, what are you thinking, buddy? What's the song? Uh, Road trip. ACDC, Highway to Hell. There's room for everyone on this quest. There's a way to get there. In fact, oh, yeah. we're going there now. Yeah. It's uh, it's close, but not right. Give him a slab. All right. A brick lane. You're coming your way. Well done. Way to go. I love it, Matthew. Jason's on the line. Jason, what are you thinking, mate? I think it's Road to Nowhere by Talking Heads. Oh. Okay. I like a travelling song. Road. Come on the ride. Room for everybody. How are they getting there? It's not like inflation. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I've lost interest. <laughs> it's correct. That's correct. You got it right. Yeah. That's it. 100%. Well done. Jason, you've got yourself $100 in vouchers to use at hundreds of providers, including Coles, the iconic Netflix, Amazon, Uber Eats, well and done. more. And also the um, memorabilia of a Kennedy Malloy prize pack that might be slightly uh, damp after memories. a Now, yeah, listen, what, awesome, do you, what, do you, what do you do uh, for a living, so- Jason? I'm a I'm a laboratory chemist for a pharmaceutical company. Oh, oh. I've I've got a I've got a bit of a cold. You can get me fifty kilos of pseudoephedrine. <laughs> could you? Uh, I could get you something a bit more intense than that, but I'd have trouble Whee! getting it out of the building. Well, hold the line, and, uh, Jason. Have you been receiving any of the anal swabs lately? Have they okay. have the first COVID anal swabs <laughs> arrived down the lab, or are we still waiting on those? Uh, we're still waiting on them. Okay. Can't wait. All right. Well, well uh, great stuff, and congratulations to you, Jason. Here's yep. the song, yeah. Uh, talking heads, Rosso next. This is Malloy. You're listening to Malloy uh, with a nerd alert coming up a little later and oh, yeah. giving you the chance also to win a $2,000 holiday anywhere here in Australia. We're up. looking at you, South Australia, we're coming up today, too. Today, someone's going to South Australia, mm. home of some beautiful designs. It, there are houses in South Australia, which if they're in any other state, yeah. well, I, I would believe they'd be priced as sandstone much. sandstone Lots of big double-fronted, yeah, yeah. just great space. And there's, there's a particular style. I agree. Too, I would have thought. Really good. Well, funny you say that because there's a brand new documentary, okay. Mick. It's called Designing a Legacy, and it airs tomorrow night at 8.30 on ABC, and it stars Tim Ross. Rosso joins us now. Rosso, thanks for joining us. Does right. South Australia have its a, a identity? Could you could you pick one out of a lineup and go that has a certain oeuvre? Yeah, it's the, the ones with those uh, that local stone that you see. There the local stone, incredible. The, yeah, that's uh, that make that gives you the magic of South yeah. Australian architecture. I admired the architecture from the Supreme Court of Adelaide <laughs> from the inside. It's just as good. I can tell you that, Rosso. Tell, talk us through tomorrow night, the ABC 8.30. You, mm. you don't, we know this is your interest. You're very good at it. You're looking at what? A particularly Australian design and architecture? Australian design. Actually, you know, I was in the other day I was in a cab and this, this cab driver said to me, he said, oh, Rosso, you know, I used to listen to you on the radio, mate, and that was pretty good, you know, you and yours. <laughs> that was pretty good. I like that. But, you know, now you're doing this architecture and design stuff and I saw that other TV show, you know, that was pretty good, you know. You know, you got a real, you carved a real niche out for yourself, haven't you? And I said, yeah, yeah I'm not sure anyone else really wants it. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and we had one of those little awkward pauses, pauses yeah. that you have, yeah. And, and a cab, and he looks out the window, and then he just turns around to me and he goes, "Yeah, you're right, because if Arn Doe suddenly decides he likes architecture, you're stuff." <laughs> <laughs> Okay, right. Well, it's true. He speaks the truth. What are we going to do? Is, is there? Tell me, who are some of the famous architects of Australia that you would discuss? Yeah. Who are the most? Some of the most surprising architects we may not know of. 
Well, there's this guy called Esmond Dorney who's uh, in, in Tasmania. Yeah. And, and this is a great story. He's uh, World War II. He's a prisoner of war. He's in a prisoner of war camp and he comes home to Melbourne and his family think that he's dead. So yep. when, he, when he arrives home, he finds another man. It's 1945. He finds another man driving his car. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow. He, 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 sleeping in his bed oh, yeah. and using his golf clubs. And the That's story the goes. really hurts. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Believe it or not. Oh, Till this day, that's what the family say. <laughs> <laughs> and so where does this guy go to escape the, you know, the horrors of war? He f- fell in love with the nurse in Melbourne at, at the Repat Hospital. Yep. And he heads back to, he heads to Tasmania of all places. Okay. And in, in, in the late 1940s, he designs this glass house in Tasmania on the top of this hill. And it's one of the first glass houses anywhere in the world. And this amazing situation where he, in isolation, what we can do in this country is incredible. Wow. And then he has the worst luck because he, ha- he ends up building three different houses on that block because two of them two of them burnt down. And, in fact, when the last one burnt down, he had a little fire bunker underneath it and he designed a new one underneath while the other one was burning. Wow. And oh. hey, the glass house couldn't burn down, though, could it? The glass survived, but the glass popped. But it was the, it was the, the glass timber could, could bend into a really nice <laughs> sculpture, like a like a, like a pot glass or something. It was uh, it, it was it the first one was a timber one. And then after yeah. that, he, he he built a steel um, one, and that burnt down as well. I'm guessing a glass house you wouldn't need windows. Would you have a would you would you have yeah, a window? Point. Well, you might like want need something to open, but I mean, what's the point of a window? Yeah. Well, they, the the idea was that it, he was he was embracing the landscape, but I yeah. think it was because he was a guy who'd had been in the prisoner of war camp, and he liked to know what was going on. And he had this poor bugger. He had this situation where this Japanese um, prison guard tried to steal his Rolex off him that his brother had given him, huh. and he 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 fought back to the the soldier. Um, the, the the guard and and wouldn't let him steal it, and he ended up getting bayoneted. In, in his side by by the, the soldier, yep. and then they let him keep hold of the um, the watch because they his honour and trying to to to, to keep on the watch. He understood that it was his brother gave it to him, so the honour of it, they let him hold on to it. Mm. And then on his way home from war on the on the boat back to Australia, uh, one of the Australian soldiers nicked it off him. So he lost it that way. <laughs> you know what? I was really enjoying this. <laughs> and then you've gone and crushed it. Sorry, I'm still yeah. fascinated by the glass house. Is, right. it, is yeah. it clear glass or is, it, clear. is it like VB brown or is it that no, green? Not, Has it got that green? No, it doesn't have that green. That was the old green? beer bottle. It's not the beer, beer bottle glass that we, we loved in the 70s. You know, where the, is it oh, stained yeah. glass? Is a it like a glass. stained no, glass just, window? Is it, just it is a round house that's pretty much all windows. It's all windows. And, and so you could see the whole – you could see the – Roy Grounds is fabulous casino from there. You can see the bush, and Fantastic. I suppose from his point of view, that he thought he could see that uh, Tasmania. It's full of surprises. Can you hang around? I want to yeah. pump you for more info and intel regarding architecture and yeah. Australia and what it all involves. Hang about, Rosso. For the drive home, this, this is Malloy. Tim Ross is with us, Rosso. They've got a new de- documentary tomorrow on the ABC at eight thirty that you've got to get your eyes across. It's called Designing a Legacy. You can ke- check it out on ABC TV or ABC iView. Tim's with us. Who's your favourite Australian architect? Is there one? Is that? Can you answer that question? Yeah, there's so many. There's so oh. many, but I do like the I do like the great uh, Melbourne architect Robin Boyd. Yes, he was like indeed. the Kevin McLeod of his day in, in in the 1960s on TV. He had radio shows, the whole lot, and he wrote books. And, he had a uh, huge so impact. His typical home, a bit of pebble mix out the front. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, what do you have? Well, going? you should what say. Well, it? you know, funnily enough, don't, I like all these things because they always come back. And, you know, yeah. I saw someone selling a, some sort of pebble mix thing on Instagram the other day. Like one of the, remember those Pebble Creek because um, you'd have it by the pool and then you'd have the pool furniture that matched it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, remember? Th- yes. Yeah, yeah it's That's like, oh, it's not much. enough that you've scraped your ass in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's the equivalent of double denim, I reckon, where you go, no, mate, it's either or. Yeah. Uh, what about Glenn Merkett? You're a Merkett fan? Yeah. I am, because I like bush houses. If right, I could yeah. buy a house, I'd get out, out in the bush. Who, okay. who, who else stands the test of yeah, time? Yeah, the, the Glenn Merkett is fabulous. Roy, the Roy Grant's the great Melbourne architect, is fabulous. And then there's so many good ones today and, and um, our standard of architecture in this country is really good and we should be really proud of it. And I think the, the this sort of um, the last year has made people realise that 
how our homes work is really important and mm. as a result, many people finding it hard to find a tradesman because everyone's so yeah. busy because everyone's renovating like crazy. Did we invent because, anything? Is there anything that we like the outdoor dunny or the, is there something on the world stage that there you go, that was Australia's contribution to the world of architecture? The granny flat. The granny oh, flat. Oh, I'm not kidding. Yeah. Well done. Oh, you know, we'll take that. And for those of you who can't remember or don't know how the granny flat works, very yeah. simple. So what happens is Nan's getting on a bit <laughs> and you sell Nan's house. And then you take all of Nan's money <laughs> and you build some shitty little flat out in the back. <laughs> you pop her out. And you, <laughs> you let her out for yeah. an hour to watch right. Deal or No Deal yeah. or something, you know. <laughs> And then, and then you take the rest of Nan's money, yeah. and then you pay off your own house, and, with the, and then you, then then if you got some yeah. left over, you know you go to Disneyland without Nan. <laughs> Everyone's a winner. <laughs> but I they like become, it. but they become really popular again because people's mortgages are huge. Well, and that's so right. If you yeah. put a second second home uh, on your same there. block, on the same block, mm. what and about that, and and yep. people quite like their families now, so they 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 right. they, they miss they miss yeah, having yeah. Nan, Nan around and yeah. during lockdown, so they want to have. Can we know, claim Nan the man cave? Can we claim the man cave is that a no, no but a I bit think, of an overreach I, but i think the um i think the shed, shed. is is a concept Ooh, that um no, i was I talking to no, Sheds, kevin, yes. kevin mcleod was talking about this the other day um about they're the biggest thing that's that's been selling in the uk at the moment is, is they've all gone mad for garden sheds because everyone's at home and it's doing yeah, doing yeah and, they go and they're trying to get their husbands wives are buying for the husbands to get them out of the house but <laughs> This um the the, the concept of uh, of a place where where you know we can you can go and you know that may or may not be made of asbestos is uh, an important one um, for us. <laughs> um, great stuff, mate. We're looking forward to it tomorrow night. What else have you got on? What what other things in architecture? You, you know, I'd like to see like a study of the great brothels. <laughs> yes, things with particular okay. designs, like you know, the stuff that identify the perfect Roman room. <laughs> is, d- is carpet on the wall? Is carpet <laughs> on the walls okay? What's the deal with salmon? <laughs> Just all, you know what I mean? Like I if, you, if you did like no, grand, des- a grand I have no idea what you're talking brothels. about. Yeah, I, do you know what? I think it would be very, very popular. I mm. mean, um, I remember a mate of mine moved into this house in, in Brunswick in Melbourne and, yeah. and then there was it was an, a terrace house that was an ex-brothel yes. and so 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. There was, there was always someone knocking on the door. And, yeah. uh, I just I made who had the same thing and he goes, come around and see my new house. I go in and he goes, check it out. Every room's got a spa. <laughs> and I go, okay, Simon, I'm, yeah. I'm no Einstein or design expert. Right? Yeah. I think I know what's going on here. Yeah. Shame deal. Mate, thanks for swinging by. Mate, hey, Rosso, good to chat. It's always good. good. On you, uh, don't make it so long next time. We'll catch up soon, mate. Tomorrow night, Good on you, buddy. You got thanks, it. Designing mate. a Legacy, ABC 830. That's Tim Roth. A drive home that's always unpredictable. <laughs> this is Malloy. And, Mick, this week we're giving away $10,000 worth of Aussie holidays thanks to Tourism Australia. Every well day a $2,000 dream holiday is up for grabs and the winner gets to decide where they want to go. One triple three five three. Well done, Tourism Australia. This is a great initiative. We want people to check out their own backyard, their yeah. own country. It's, it's the most interesting country in the world. Without and if you, question. If you've got the option to go to a place inside Australia you haven't been to before, do it, idiots. Yeah, absolutely. Because I've never been disappointed when I get off Same. the grid. Every time I get a new experience, especially once I get out into the regional mm-hmm. outback areas, coastal we all know and love, but there's so many surprises. You will never get bored. Now, today yeah. we're showcasing the great state of South Australia we're offering people from anywhere yeah. around the country the chance to go there yep. and uh, do something great yeah. that you can only do in South Australia. We've got travel vouchers. We've got money to spend. So, yeah, tell uh, us All where. thanks to Tourism Australia. And don't say, I want to look at the churches. Or don't say, you know, because you're not going to win. Right. You're not going to win. We don't want that. We want you to dig deeper. We want yep. you to find a more idiosyncratic. Like, say, I want to go and see the giant pigeon in Rundlemore. Have Done. you seen the new giant pigeon? I have seen it. It looks amazing. It's... it's, it's you know, I like the big balls. Just need the big balls. So I, was, I, was, I, have fa- I yeah. love getting photographed with the big balls What's in Rundle, Rundle Mall. Yeah. But I couldn't go there now and not take in the majesty of the giant pigeon. No, I told you I'd like to take a shit on <laughs> Take a poo on it. To give <laughs> the pigeon the a bit of its own medicine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, some great beaches all around uh, South Australia as well that I'd love to visit. Like what? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Aldinga, El, El, uh, that's where my auntie lives. That's a great spot. You want to go Aldinga. see your auntie? You well, want no, us to pay for you to go no, and see I'm your just auntie? Saying, I'd pop in and say good day. I was in South Australia. Let's get cracking. All right, Sean's on the line. Sean, where do you want to go, mate? 
Barossa Valley. Well, see, Barossa Valley, it's too obvious. Right. See, Barossa Valley would be on the poster yeah, yeah. for I see what you're tourism. Saying. I yeah, mean, yeah, I get yeah. we all want to go, but yeah, great we're looking a little deeper. Why all would you right. want to go anyway, Sean? Um, my wife loves wine, and I've dragged <laughs> her from um, Brisbane to Melbourne in the middle of the pandemic. Oh, oh, okay. work, so yeah. I think um, it's nice you, you, you deserve it. Hang on the All line. Right, don't go if, if there's something more unique and exotic than that yeah, coming yeah, down yeah. the pike, you might uh, be screwed, mm. Sean. Grant's on the line. Grant, where would you go? And say, why do you want to go to South Australia? Where would you go? Uh, just to see how the uh, the poor people live over there in South Australia. Okay, that's not going to be a warm welcome for you. <laughs> no, what are you saying? Uh, when you when you get there, I'm not sure we can send you there in good conscience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you'll you'll no, ruin it for everybody. Yeah. Where would you go? I'd go to Murray Bridge and uh, have the best fish and chips down on the uh, Murray River, and then hop Bang. on the houseboat and throw a line out and have a brick lane. When the sun goes down. Uh, you're going mad now. Oh. Here's what I like, though. You've obviously identified the fish and chips at Murray Bridge. Down near the co-op, yes. Have you had Murray them before? River. Yes, I love it. The and you would and go, see, I like this. The idea, all of a sudden, you remember Elvis used to get in his plane and go from Memphis to yeah. New York to get a hamburger? Yeah, yeah. This guy's prepared to do the same. Yeah. I want to get on a plane, yeah. go to Murray Bridge in South Australia and get some fish and chips and come home. Yeah. You, Grant, as we speak, are the clubhouse leader. All right, hang in there, oh, Grant. Yeah, right, David's great. on the line. David, uh, why do you want to go to great. South Australia? So much to choose from. What are you thinking? I want to go and catch a bloody big knobby. I beg your pardon. Okay, I should dump that. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> what's, a, what's, a, what's a knobby, a big, Dave? A big, what's a, a big knobby snapper. A, big a snapper. snapper. I've, oh. I've never, never been to South Australia. I'd like to get down to Spencer Golf there and catch a couple of big snappers. Spencer Golf and a snapper. See, now, now we're talking turkey. Yeah, you'd love it there. And, uh, South Australia's amazing. Is, is it known for its snapper? Yeah, it is. Yeah, down there, down the bottom, the bottom there. Yeah, big snapper. Over twenty pounds. <laughs> oh man, mate, you're going to come on. You won't get that on as hand luggage <laughs> when you get back on the flight. And Richard, where do you live, mate? Where, where's, right, where's in Bellingen, New South Wales? So New I South can't. Wales, you fly in yep. to South Australia. Yep. Yeah, you drive past the time. You drive past everything interesting, mm. and you go bang. I'm going to hook a snapper. Imagine I it. love it, yeah. David. Yeah, you, you're right in the conversation. Hang the Cole's on the line. Hi, Nicole. How are you? Hey, how you doing? Yeah, good. What do you want to do? Well, I'd love to take my family up to the desert and spend a night under the stars there and maybe have a wee swing past the brothel on the way back. But <laughs> so, that big knobby thing sounded good too. So <laughs> would you like to take your family to the desert and yeah. abandon them yeah. or something? Or? <laughs> Well, it depends so, on behaviour between now and then, I guess. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Wait for the dingoes? No. Yeah. <laughs> so, it uh, would be good. I think a bit of clear air and beautiful Well, you'll find amazing. nothing but clear skies mm. in that part of the world in South Australia. Hang on the line. Uh, Mark. Mark, yeah, what, are you, hey. what, are, what are you thinking? What are you going to do? Yeah. Mate, I'm going to go to South Australia. I'm going to go to Port Lincoln. I'm going to swim oh. and um, cage dive with the Great Whites. Great, oh, that'd be amazing. What about without the cage? No. What about... Oh, we, if they're offering, I'll go. What about we chum up the waters, <laughs> oh, come co- cover you in meat, <laughs> put, put you in a meat dress, and chuck you overboard? If you're prepared to do that, you'll win this. Mate, anything for ratings, <laughs> I'll do that for you. Hold the line. All we right. haven't even worked out how we're going to award this. I think I know where we're going. All right. You can award it right now. It's the giant knobby. If you want to go to Australia and get the giant knobby, that's, that's yours. Dave's won it. Oh, Dave's nice. going from New South Wales yeah, got it. to got South it. Australia. You're going, to, you're going to have a ball, mate. You're going to meet Unreal. some great people. Take in uh, one of the great... States of Australia, and it's Thank all thanks you. to Tourism Australia. Well, I love this. Well done. This is a, I feel good. Yeah. Thanks, Give it away a prize. Australia, the best is in your backyard. The ultimate holiday awaits. Start planning your next travel adventure at Australia.com. The drive home. This is Malloy. Attention. Attention. The nerds are taking over. What a nerd. Time to sound the nerd alert. Nerd alert. Nerd alert. <laughs> he's yeah. a nerd, but he's our nerd. Yeah. Uh, James Blake, uh, we, we love what he adds to the show, and you're doing a great job today. Thank my, you, guys. My Red Bull was a little uh, tepid. Yeah, that's more of like a sort of waiter, James. I'm, I'm the nerd, James. Well, you're so, nerd, James. You're yeah. producer, James. Yeah. You wear many caps, and you do it well, uh, but there's so much to talk about mm. in, the, in, the, in the tech world today. Yeah. The iPhone, the yep. new iPhone. Can affect your pacemaker. Yeah, That's out. one. Yep. So we'll get to that. Uh, Apple Watch wearers can now take virtual walks with people like Dolly Parton. We're going to yeah, get to that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Google maybe coming out of Australia. Yep. Boy, we'll get to that. Uh, airline to pilots about. say they're rusty because of the pandemic. 
We'll get to all There's these. There's a lot to cover. I don't, I don't think we're going to get to it today, though, because I what I wanted these to do... These are huge stories. Yeah, I know. And pacemakers, I mean, you'd be waiting on bated breath. But what I think <laughs> we need to be doing is painting a picture for everyone listening. As we know, you weren't in studio on Friday. I was out of, and, out of town on Friday. Yeah, and That's right. whenever that happens, we've got to use technical equipment and you're all on your lonesome. Mm. And when things I, go wrong... I have to run it from my end and I yeah. have to... You're on mm. the phone. It's like talking down a, pl- a plane and a pilot yeah, and yeah. you're trying to... Yeah, get me, but of course I'm all over it. A, a pilot who's quite <laughs> panicked and who's never seen a plane before. So where's this going? Uh, well, w- I recorded my call oh, uh, with you. you. Okay, last that's Friday. illegal, and um, I wasn't told about it. Uh, but it's Dave, for content, did, you, could, so. did you record it? Uh, I might have had something to do I'll with the sue you. Oh, come on, I'll funny. sue you. And uh, are you going to play this? Uh, here, are, here. Are, uh, this, this is what I deal with every day. Mix tech support. Yes, mix with James. Uh, Google Chrome's down the bottom. Okay. Yep. If you ask nicely, I mean, <laughs> oh man, where's the dot? dot. Uh, bottom right. Um, oh, now I've, I've got a comma in there. How'd that f***ing happen? <laughs> uh, okay. All right, take that tone out of your voice. How do I delete? Where's the leak? Just the backspace will be your top right. I'm on it. Relax. So where's the f***ing... <laughs> oh, this dot. Yeah, well, now what? Enter. The enter key, which is on the wrong... Bang! <laughs> Says no internet. Now we know why I can't connect you. Now, well, what are we going to do about it? Great. Fantastic. We're, we're going to do the next bit, so somewhere in the power board. Yeah, well, what... Yeah, what about it? Yep. Okay, just press the, the flashing red button. Yeah, yes. All right. Do you know what? I think you've done it. Well, take that surprise <laughs> tone out of your voice. So you're now going to receive a request from me? And you're just going to have to accept it? I don't have to accept it. Okay, you've landed the plane. I can look after the rest of it. Thanks for that. Mix tech support. Yes, Mick. With James. <laughs> that is the most frustrating thing I've ever listened to oh, in my life. What is wrong oh, with that? I can't stand. You ever notice I, I'm always disappear when you're doing I, that tech talk? I can't, I can't stand I it. I thought I listened, I, it was communicated well, oh. and I took action. Come I could defuse a bomb. <laughs> for the drive home, this, this is Malloy. Tomorrow, New South Wales, we're coming for you. Ah. Giving away trips to New South Wales tomorrow. That's why you want to go. What do you want to see? Yeah, I know. And uh, you can win also online, by the way. You can enter at... Uh, tra- Malloy.com.au. Yeah. That's the type of stuff you should have covered should have before that. you. Oh, well, it used to be Kennedy Malloy, but there isn't. Me- uh, you, got the, you got the show wrong. You got yeah. the same in my office. What we didn't get to talk about Wherever is your tracky pants, by the way. Yeah, your inactive, um, what was it? Your, your pants that you had on? Oh, my tracky dacks, which everyone really liked. We Lots might of get comments. to them tomorrow. There's Lots a, of comments. If you go to Malloy Not so on Instagram. Yeah. As opposed to mine, personal Instagram, Mick Malloy 66. All right. Have you got your blue star tick yet? No. No. Heads will roll. Sore <laughs> point. Talk James to you tomorrow. <laughs> now you're all caught up on the Malloy Drive Show.